I wanted the facts. I wanted the science. I was also looking for a connection to a higher purpose, my higher self. I wanted to believe I was capable of more, that I was made and destined for great things, but I didn't fully believe it in my head, even if I felt it in my heart, and I didn't know how to make sense of that. Welcome to Energetic Intelligence for Entrepreneurs, the podcast that guides spiritually curious professionals like you into soul-inspired success without sacrificing who you are to get there. Creative pursuits with impact, expansion through alignment, personal growth for professional gains, with your host, Beth Perry. Before we start today's episode, I want to remind you that your soul knows what's up. And if it's been nudging you to go for more in your life or business, I really hope you'll join us in our next Operation Breakthrough workshop. Starting soon, link in the show notes. For those of you that are new to my world, it might surprise you that when it comes to spiritual or woo-woo, energetic type stuff, that I was actually the biggest possible skeptic ever for the first half of my life when it came to all things manifesting and actually stuff that I teach now. I had such a scientific background, research-based, show me the facts, just the facts, ma'am. I want to understand how. If you can't tell me every little detail about how, then I'm not going to trust it and definitely not going to believe it. And in hindsight, I think it actually makes me even more qualified to teach on this because I can meet people wherever they are on their journey. So if you're listening to this and you're in a place of curiosity, maybe even resistance, maybe even where I used to be of like, yeah, well, all right, I'll see what you have to say, but you're going to have to prove it to me. I get that. That is where I was too. It also feels important to clarify that this part of energetic intelligence is not about any specific religion. I think one of the most succinct ways I've ever heard it described is that in science, we call it energy. In religion, it's referred to as spirit. In the streets, we call it vibes. But whatever we or you as an individual choose to call it, it's undeniable, even when we don't understand all of the how. And the beautiful thing, the most beautiful thing to me is that it actually is provable by science. It's wild to me. And it makes all of the parts of my story that seemed disconnected for so long come together where I have the training in quantum physics. I have the you know degrees and certifications in all these different areas including in this area, the spiritual pillar. I have studied under multiple human design mentors and taken multiple certifications in that area. It's also looking at my own experience with so many different religions. Actually, when I was a kid in my household, my dad didn't go to church. He was very much like, I have Jesus in my heart. I don't need to go sit through a sermon. And he preferred to have a quiet time. That was his process. His spiritual expression was taking quiet time on a Sunday. My mom, on the other hand, was very committed and, and very seeking of something bigger. 
So for most of my life, we went to church every Sunday. After my first communion in the Catholic Church, she and her journey was exploring different options of spiritual teaching. And so we went to Presbyterian churches, Baptist churches, Lutheran churches, I mean, all kinds of churches, mostly in the Christian faith, but all kinds of churches. My mom was also the kind of person that she was willing to talk to different faiths and people that held different beliefs with respect and curiosity. And that's what I witnessed throughout my childhood. And as I continued my own exploration around religion, but also spirituality, studying psychology and studying neural pathways in the brain and studying what happens to your brain when you meditate or pray, what happens, again, the how. I I wanted the facts. I wanted the science. But I was also looking for a connection to a higher purpose, my higher self. I wanted to believe I was capable of more, that I was made and destined for great things, but I didn't fully believe it in my head, even if I felt it in my heart. And I didn't know how to make sense of that. So that was the seeking I had in my late teens and early 20s. I've now accepted and even embraced that this is a journey and exploration that I'm committed to being on for the rest of my life. The more I learn about this realm in general, the more obvious it is to me just how very little I or even us as humans on a whole know, but that we do have access to information that comes through our soul, our intuition, the knowings that we have that we might not be able to pinpoint an exact logical reason in any given moment. But to me, what this looks like when we embody it and when we live it, And when we actually start mastering how we interpret this information and then take action using this information essentially leads to having more of the kind of moments where we feel and think, oh, I'm so glad I did. I'm so glad I listened instead of the more, oh, I really wish I would have listened kind of moments. So that's my hope for you as we delve into this concept of energetic intelligence and really looking at this one piece of it, I want to invite you to explore what this means to you. Where do you feel open to receiving this kind of information? What do you need to be able to lean into trusting that side of yourself more? Because this isn't outside of us. This is in us. It's in all of us. You already have this. It's just, do you have it switched on? Are you listening to it? Are you trusting it? And these are questions that when I was looking for the what's the right answer here, I found that I was more tapped into my truth by experiencing different cultures. So that was that was a way that I felt safe to explore it. And it's where a big piece of my passion for travel has come from. Because to me, travel isn't just going on vacation. It's experiencing different cultures. And our body, our five senses get activated when we're in a new place. Things smell different, sound different, look different, feel different. All of the physical sensations happen. But then also, 
to explore how family dynamics are different in communities around the world or cultures around the world. I've meditated with monks in the Khoisan Mountains of Japan. I have lived with missionaries in Africa. I have read the Bible from front to back, but then also started reading other religious handbooks and manuscripts and really found that there's more in common with them than I ever thought possible. So the truth, your truth, my truth is about accessing our own knowing inside. That's my perspective anyway. That's how I come from this. And I have had a number of spiritual experiences in my lifetime. Usually when I was in an intense emotional state, I can remember one time I had graduated college and realized that what I had gone to school for was, first of all, not going to pay back my school loans anytime soon. And secondly, that I didn't actually want to do that day in, day out. So I was doing a number of internships in multiple different industries, looking for the thing that I was supposed to do. In the meantime, I was paying the bills, cleaning houses, something I had done throughout college to pay for it as much as I could, but still had loans and whatnot. And I felt grateful that I had work and I was so angry that I was cleaning houses. It was a really intense emotional battle that I was having inside my head. And there was this one day that I was scrubbing a toilet and there was there's somebody else's poop stains. I'm cleaning up somebody else's poop stains. And I just started crying and I'm like scrubbing the toilet. And I was so mad, so mad that this is what I this is what I'm doing with my life. This was just not meeting my highest potential in a way that I could make sense of. And I want to have a little side note here because <clears throat> Rachel Hollis, but also because of the absolute gratitude and respect I have for the value of cleaning houses. And it is something where that the help that I have in my life now in this area, I am so appreciative of and the people that support my household in this way, we consider them part of our family. And absolutely, I would not want to do it without them. I was also treated with that same respect by the people I cleaned houses for most of the time. So I, I know both sides of the coin. I know what it's like to be the house cleaner. And I know what it's like to have a house cleaner. And no matter what our profession is, we all have days where we feel like we're picking up somebody else's poop and is this all there is. It's it's not about the fact that I was cleaning houses. It's about the fact that this wasn't my ideal match. And I knew that. And I was at the house alone and I went out on their back porch overlooking this incredible, gorgeous lake. And I just remember yelling at God, tears streaming down my face. And I just let my rage out. Like, I want to do more. I don't want to do this. Why? Why? Why are you keeping me stuck? 
why is this all the opportunity I have? Why is this what I'm good at right now? Why is this the only thing people will pay me for? Don't you have a bigger plan for my life? Isn't there more? If you're even there, if you can even hear me, I just want you to know I am so mad at you. And I'm not kidding you. The gale force wind that swept over the water and through the trees, it felt like a tornado wrapping around my whole body. It wasn't his anger. It was my anger. And it just felt like, okay, you know how I feel. You hear me. And it didn't take my rage away, but there was a soothing sensation having been heard and having been seen, especially as a projector, (laughs) like I need to be recognized. And it just allowed me to settle into, okay, it's okay that this is where I am right now. It's not where I'm going to be forever. And I was able to tap into the value I was adding and the service I was providing, that it wasn't just about cleaning the toilet. It was about the family, This the families that I was serving in this way, they had such busy lives. If they had to come home and clean, they wouldn't have time to connect with each other. I was allowing them connection time. I was able to tie it into the bigger picture of what it was meaningful work that I was doing. It was adding values. It was bigger than just scrubbing the toilet. The And also that it wasn't the only way I could contribute value to people's lives. It wasn't the only way I could make money. It was just where I was right now and that it was take a deep breath and and be okay. And it's going to be okay. And, and there was a, like, I stood a little taller when I walked out of that cleaning job and I held my head high more often, not just at work, but out in my social life. I wasn't embarrassed anymore about what I was doing, how I was making money. It it allowed me to just accept that this is where I was. And my circumstances did not define my bigger purpose. And that actually I had a whole lifetime and a million jobs I could choose from. And that I was getting paid to do something right now that didn't require all of my talents which was a good thing for me at that point in time, because I could go through the motions, but I could be daydreaming while I did it. And I didn't do a bad job and nobody got hurt if I daydreamed while I was cleaning the house. And from those daydreams came epiphanies, came inspired ideas, came building up the courage to make a phone call and get a new internship that got me one step closer to figuring out what I wanted to do, which turns out was coach, which I had already been doing for years. It just, I didn't want to keep coaching the way I had been coaching. And this break was a beautiful gift of allowing me to find that next step that was in alignment with what I was actually called to do. And who knows how my coaching career will continue to evolve over the next decade or two. And Honestly, for the rest of my life, it's funny. We retired my husband in 2019 and he made a joke to me the other day about like, well, do you think you'll ever retire? And I'm like, no, probably not. But I I like the idea of getting to a place where it's work optional. And I want to bring this all together in a way that hopefully leads you to a place of leaning into 
the intuitive, inspired, spiritual truths that you already know in your being, even if your head hasn't figured it out yet, whatever that truth is for you, it might be a change or a shift in your career or your relationships or with your health or with money or with your self-confidence or with a number of different things and, and maybe multiple different things. But at the end of the day, when your soul is whispering or nudging you that there's more, it doesn't necessarily mean that what you have is bad or wrong. It's just that it's time for a next step. Follow that nudge. Follow that knowing. Explore where it takes you. And if you need support with that, our Operation Breakthrough Workshop is the perfect place. This is actually what I specialize in. But it is for the person that's ready for a breakthrough. I think that soul whisper is one of the most telling signs that you're ready for a breakthrough, not because there's something wrong or something broken or something not good enough, but because there's something more. And I'm at a place now where I embrace that because I no longer think wanting more means that you're dissatisfied with where you are. It's just being available and open to more, whatever that might look like. So I'm really excited for those of you that do join our workshop and for those of you that maybe already had a breakthrough today just by listening to this or will have another breakthrough in the next couple of days because of leaning in and trusting yourself more. So this is just the beginning. Remember, this is just the beginning of the Energetic Intelligence Blueprint. And by the way, if you're a visual person and you would like a PDF, so that you can fill in the pillars and then the keys and then the bridges. And as we continue to explore these concepts and give you tangible things to work with in these different areas, if you would feel supported by having that PDF, it is included in the workbook that's part of the Operation Breakthrough experience. So get in there. We'd love to have you join us and add as much value as we can to your life. And in the meantime, Thanks for chiming in today. It's always a pleasure to get to share with you. And I look forward to hearing back from you about what your experience with this podcast is like so far. I really value hearing from our listeners and I'm open to any questions that you might have that maybe I could answer on a future episode. So thanks for taking the time and I'll look forward to seeing you soon. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a review and remember, it's great to have someone tell you what worked for them, but it's better to have someone show you what will work for you. Until next time, I believe in you.